Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout Season 2 of the Preacher's Devo podcast, I will offer you an analysis of 40 of the top Christian hymns of all times. The composition of these hymns range from the 1700s to modern day time. Today's hymn is titled, Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of My Heart. This hymn is from Irish descent and was translated by Mary E. Byrne in 1912, and it comes from an old Irish folk tune. Well, let me read the hymn to you and then offer you an analysis of the hymn and its background. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence, my light. Verse 2. Be thou my vision, be thou my true word. I ever with thee, and thou with me, Lord. Born of thy love, thy child may I be. Thou in me dwelling, and I one with thee. Verse 3. Be thou my buckler, my sword for the fight. Be thou my dignity, thou my delight. Thou my soul's shelter, thou my high tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power of my power. The fourth stanza. Riches I heed not, nor vain empty praise. Thou mine inheritance, now and always. Thou and thou only, first in my heart. Ruler of heaven, my treasure, thou art. And the last verse. True light of heaven, or some translations, high king of heaven. When victory is won. May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. Indeed, this hymn is not only a song, it is also a prayer. Here's a little bit of background on this hymn before we explore it together. According to tradition, when St. Patrick was a missionary in Ireland in the 5th century, King Loger of Terra decreed that no one was allowed to light any fires until a pagan festival was begun by the lighting of a fire on Slain Hill. In a move of defiance against this pagan ritual, St. Patrick did light a fire, and rather than execute him, the king was so impressed by his devotion that he let Patrick continue his missionary work in Ireland. Three centuries later, a monk named Dalen Forgill wrote the Irish poem Rop to Mobile, or Bela. I think I butchered that just now, but you get the point. Which means, be thou my vision. To remember the honor and the faith of St. Patrick, Forgill was martyred by pirates, interestingly enough, but his poetry lived on as part of the Irish monastic tradition for centuries, until in the early 20th century, Mary Elizabeth Barne translated the poem into English. And in 1912, Eleanor Hull versified the text into what is now a well-loved hymn and prayer that at every moment of our lives, God would be our vision above all else. This information is shared in hymnary.com, which also tells us of the text. It tells us that Eleanor Hull's versification consists of five verses, but today, most hymnals 
include only four of those verses, leaving out the third one, which I read to you, which some of you may be unfamiliar with. And let me read it to you again. Be thou my breastplate, my sword for the fight. Be thou my dignity, thou my delight. Thou my soul shelter, thou my high tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power of my power. Now, be thou my vision is simply that. It's a prayer asking God to be the focus of everything in our lives. Oftentimes, this hymn is also used as a hymn of dedication and sometimes fits well during a time of profession of faith or of baptism. A verse that comes to mind as it relates to this particular hymn is Colossians 3.2, Set your mind on things above and not things that are on earth. Now, verse 1 begins with, Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Here I think of Psalm 26, verse 3. For your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I also think of Hebrews chapter 12, where we are told to fix our eyes on Jesus. This is a cry, a prayer that directs the focus of our attention towards God and God alone. And it also evokes emotion. Because we ask God to be Lord of our heart. And not just that, we ask that God will be above all things. That's why it says, not be all else to me, save that thou art. In other words, may everything else not mean anything to me, but only you. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3 verse 8, More than that, I count all things to be loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish so that I may gain Christ. Oftentimes we forget to think of our thought life, but here be thou my vision brings this to the surface says thou my best thought by day or by night. The idea here is that we constantly think about and meditate on God throughout the day and hopefully throughout our nighttime. Psalm 139 verses 17 and 18 says, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. How different would our lives look and our daily routines look if God was our thought by day and by night? Oh, that we would cherish the presence of God. Again, waking or sleeping, thy presence, my light, is the desire and the focus of the last sentence of verse 1. Psalm 3 verse 5 says, I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustains me. Now verse 2 begins with, Be thou my wisdom, and thou my true word. Where do you get your wisdom from? Well, we know that in Scripture that Christ is our wisdom. In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 says that Christ Jesus became to us wisdom from God. We must seek after Him for wisdom. And it is our pursuit that should lead us to say, I ever with thee and thou with me, Lord. In other words, John 15, chapter 4, which says, Abide in me and I in you should be the cry of our hearts. Now, God is our great Father. And that is why here the hymn evokes the idea of this relationship between a father and a son and daughter, a relationship of intimacy, leading to the ending of verse 2, which says, Thou in me dwelling, and I with thee one. Well, these words, of course, resonate with John chapter 17, verses 21 to 23, in Jesus' high priestly prayer. 
There Jesus says that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us. And then in verse 23 says that I in them and you in me, that they might be perfected in unity. As we arrive in verse 3, more images come to mind. Here he says, be thou my battle shield, sword for the fight. Evoking here 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 3, which says, My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation. We must not forget that we are in spiritual warfare daily. Ephesians chapter 6 reminds us of that as well, that we are to take on the full armor of God, to take up the sword, which is God's word, and fight. And we do that all the while by delighting in God. That's why he says, Be thou my dignity and thou my delight. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What a great reminder. Now one last imagery that is used here in verse 3 is that God is to be our soul shelter and our high tower. Well, we're reminded of Psalm 1810, which says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Indeed, God is almighty. As we conclude here with verses 4 and 5, we are reminded of where our priorities should be. The hymn says, Riches I heed not, nor men's empty praise. Thou my inheritance, now and always. Be thou and thou only first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. Notice the language of treasure and riches and inheritance. Jeremiah 9, 23 to 24 come to mind as it relates to verse 4. And it says this, Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast in his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness and justice and righteousness on the earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. Again, our delight must be in the Lord, and we must never forget who He is. He is, according to verse 5, the high King of heaven. He is the ruler of all. And our desire must be that He is our vision above all. I just made up that last stanza. I think I'm going to add that to the hymn. I'm kidding. Thank you guys again for listening to the Preacher's Devo podcast and today's analysis of Be Thou My Vision. Before I let you go, I would like to offer you a Hebrew and Greek word of the day. Since we have been talking about matters of the heart, let me give you the Hebrew word for heart and the Greek word for heart. The Hebrew word for heart is lave. Again, lave. And the Greek word for heart is cardia, cardia, where we get the word cardiac or cardiovascular. Again, friends, thanks for listening to this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Messina. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family and enjoy this rendition of Be Thou My Vision.
wishes are 